Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, I want to talk about the Three Feet from Gold story. Three Feet from Gold story, this is in Think and Go Rich. This is actually a scene we're actually going to be doing for the film Think and Go Rich, The Legacy, where I'm one of the youngest cast featured in it, and other cool people in it, such as Lewis Howes, Bob Proctor, Darren Hardy, Grant Cardone, John Lee Dumas, Joel Brown, and the list goes on. But I wanted to do this show because of the recent things that have happened between uh, Samantha and I in the past few days here. And by the way, I'm in Puerto Rico. I'm actually smoking a cigar. I, by the way, I haven't smoked a cigar in a long time. It's really good, by the way. It's Cohiba Republica Dominicana. And I'm having a Medalla, Medallia? Yeah, Medallia Premium Light. Which is good, by the way. Um, I don't drink that often, but, you know, I don't drink all the time. But when I do, I drink in Puerto Rico. I drink Medallia. But anyways, I'm doing this podcast show. Uh, you know, my Tuesdays are sometimes wherever the hell I'm at in the world. And uh, heaven's fun, but right now I'm going to give this podcast show, share some journey with you, and hopefully you can uh, visualize this experience. So right now you can see... Or visualize me sitting on a balcony overlooking. I'm at the AC Hotel Marriott, which is great, by the way. Um, great hotel. We had the OC in or the AC Hotel in in uh, Des Moines for Young Entrepreneur Convention. Uh, brand new hotel. It's like European based. They just got bought out by Marriott. And uh, just sitting here having a cigar, looking at the the city, the high rises, and uh, drinking this beer. Which is really good, by the way, and having a cigar, so you can uh, visually experience that. But uh, I'm sitting here, right here, and I want to I want to give this three feet from gold story because this is something that people should look at all areas of their life. And this podcast, so the whole point, I want to share some life experiences. I want to share my life. I want you to get inside of my life. Everything I do as I grow. And if you've been listening to for a while, you can hear back two years ago when I started and the journey I've been through, through crowdfunding and, and now having my own TV show and and just the uh, magnificent things that I get to do today and uh, just where the journey goes and the journey will continue to begin. I mean, just so many things ahead, but I want to share my journey with you so you can take some nuggets from it and really get insight for your own life. My goal is for you to get way ahead of the game, to learn from my mistakes, to get some stuff from going on in my life, and I hope you have fun in the process. But the three feet from gold. The three feet from gold story goes somewhat like this. And one puff before we go. It goes something like this. So a man, um, and I might wing, I might get this a little wrong, but a uh, man went to mine gold. And he went to uh, do this, and he, he had struck gold. And so what he did is he knew he needed more machinery to go and, and be able to mine this. So he went, 
he covered up the area. He went back to his family and he showed the gold and he said, Hey, there's a huge, huge, like, I struck gold. Like, there's a huge mine full of gold. And he basically got his family and friends to invest in it. They got a bunch of money. They, they bought this machinery. They went and they mined gold and they struck gold. They got gold and, and, and they'd, they'd hit some luck and they had, they'd saw some wins and basically uh, made some money. But, uh, then, their their mining went dry. Literally, there was no gold, and they mined and they mined and they mined and they kept going and going and going, and days went by, weeks went by, months went by, and they stopped. And they thought, you know what? They must. They didn't understand, but they, you know what? You know, well, let's just cut our losses. Let's uh, let's be done. So they sold the machinery to, I think it was a garbage man, believe it or not, and or whoever it was, and they sold it to them, and they, they gave up, they went back home. And this, this man that they sold it to was actually quite wise. He, he took the machinery, he went to the mine, he saw the mine, and he looked at where they were digging, and he brought in an expert. He brought in a guy with a specialized knowledge in mining. And he was like an engineer or something. He brought him in, and he, he, the, the expert looked at the mine and saw, well, you know what, these people, they were mining in the wrong direction. They need to, if they just literally go at this degree, this elevation down, they should, based on my calculations, should be hitting the gold mine. And he did. They literally went three feet down, three feet in a different direction, and they struck gold. I mean, we're talking millions and millions in dollars and the story here is three feet from gold the people that were mining they stopped three feet from gold and they didn't go further they, they didn't they gave up they gave up they weren't persistent enough they didn't have a burning desire they didn't make changes in their routine you always do, you always did, you're always gonna get what you always gotten. They literally they did the same thing. They didn't change it up. All they had to do is do a change in direction. And because of that, they lost out on millions of dollars. And the the people that basically lost out on that money, they took that lesson, and the man, he was like very upset on the situation because I mean, hey, he was three feet from gold and gave up. He got into doing life insurance. And he realized that he would never give up again. He realized he would never be in that three feet from gold situation. And anytime he heard a no for selling life insurance, he would do whatever it took to get a yes. And he had that three feet from gold experience in the back of his mind. Always. Which made him, which made him one of the best insurance salesmen there, there literally was like he, he went out, by the way, that horn's annoying. <laughs> um, he went out and he, he sold door to door and he sold millions of dollars in life insurance and made him very wealthy because he always took that experience he had where he was frustrated from and took it to become wealthy in a different area of his life. So the moral of the story here, and I'm going to share with you how Samantha and I have this three feet from gold experience. 
um, and she like said this reminded her of that story in Think and Go Rich, is in life, you can't quit. You have to keep going. You never know when you're three feet from gold. And I think about this all the time. And there's people that I've worked with that they want to quit. They want to give up. You can't. You just got to keep going. Because you don't know when you could be three feet from gold. You don't know when you could be one phone call, one email, one Facebook Live, one video away from your gold, from your sale, from your million dollar deal. You never know. You just don't know. That's why you got to keep going. The second you quit, you're done. You know, winners never quit and quitters never win. If you're a quitter, you're never going to win. If you're a winner, you will never quit. You'll keep going till you get the gold. So for any area of your life, it's persistence. You always have to be persistent. You always have to keep on going on. You got to keep going until you get what you want in life. Otherwise, you're going to make an excuse why you didn't get there. That's why I don't ever make excuses. I set goals. I set big goals that scare the hell out of me. And I stick on it. I tell the world what I want. And I work my ass off until I get it. And I always prove people wrong. The people that laugh at my goals. They laugh at the things they think I can't achieve. I prove them wrong. I do it. Because I think in the back of my mind at three feet from gold. I think in that experience where I can't give up. I need to get there. It's having a combination of persistence, a burning desire, faith, and a definite plan to get where you want to go. And that will never stop you, my friends. For all you listeners out there, that will never stop you. You can't beat somebody that doesn't quit. You can't. And I want you to think about this moving forward in your life. And this is not just business for big goals. This is all areas. And this here's one experience. So Samantha and I, we actually, sorry, I got to like this more. Um, you guys really get the experience of this podcast show. We actually came to Puerto Rico because it's her birthday. She turned here on, she turned on Friday. Uh, June 9th, she turned 28 years old. She's a little older than me, I know, going after the Cougars. She is, she is a little older than me. I'm 27, I'll be 28 on New Year's Eve. But, uh, for her birthday, I decided to take her to Puerto Rico. She loves Puerto Rico. And Wednesday, we got on a plane. We're actually supposed to be in Puerto Rico, um, by 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. And we leave now tomorrow, which is Monday. Uh, because it's Sunday right now. We leave in the morning to head back. And, you know, when we got there Wednesday, we had, there was delays in Orlando for our plane. Actually, there was mechanical delays. So it delayed like four hours where we missed our flight. We got to Miami. By the way, let me back up a step. When we we're in Orlando, you know, I always take a carry-on. Always. And I have American Airlines. And I'm I've liked American Airlines before, but they really pissed me off on this past experience. So I I always carry on. We never check bags. I hate checking bags. I don't trust where the bags go. And I, especially when I travel, I got to be somewhere. I need my stuff. I have my camera. I had like two thousand dollars worth of camera equipment in this bag. And uh, anyways, they we go. We're about to get on the plane, and they said, "Oh, that's we can't put that. It's not a carry on certified," which it was. I don't know if it's bulging a little bit, whatever. So they took our bags, so we were mad. 
and it was raining outside, and we looked, we looked out the window, and there was this little chute, this little thing where they put bags on, and these two guys who threw, chucked our bags onto it, and they rolled, they slid to the bottom, and then hit really hard, like, they tossed our bags onto this belt, and I would, Sam, Mantha and I, we were furious, like, I'm like, there's $2,000 worth of equipment there, so that, that frustrated me, and then we got on the plane, and we, <laughs> we got on the plane, and we got to Miami, and then we found out that our flight was actually um, canceled. We found out our flight was canceled, and we weren't going to be able to get to, because it was raining hard in Miami, we weren't going to be able to get into Puerto Rico that night, which, let me tell you, we weren't happy. So we get to the people, and there's a long line. And this long line, like, we waited in line for an hour. And we, we got in line, and then we got to the, to the person, and they said, yeah, there's no flights going. They first said our first flight was going to be Friday morning. Friday morning was going to be our first flight to Puerto Rico. And we're like, screw that. If that's the case, we're going home. But here's the problem. Our bags were stuck. There were so many cancellations. Our bags were stuck being, like, in storage, and they couldn't get us our bags. So we couldn't even, we were bagless. And our mind was like, okay, if we can't get on this plane um, for, until Friday, let's just say screw it, get in a car and drive to Nashville and be there for Sam's birthday because that's her place she loves to go. But we couldn't even do that because we didn't have the bags. Again, very frustrating. And we go up to the, the clerk, the person that we have, or whoever it was, and like, yeah, we, we can't get your bags. And by the way, um, your flight is canceled, but it'll go out tomorrow. You're going to be on standby, by the way. Standby. I'm like, seriously, I hate standby. And so, and Samantha's like, well, what about our bags? And you should have seen her face because the guy said, well, we can't get you or your bags. It'll be impossible to get because they're in storage. And he handed two little baggies to Samantha and has a toothbrush and like some deodorant and like uh, shampoo and conditioner. By the way, for any girls listening, you can only imagine looking her face. Like I'm like looking at her, I'm looking at the guy, I'm thinking, buddy, you you better watch yourself. This girl is gonna blow up in your face. So handed the two bags over, <laughs> and they basically said, you can't get your bags tonight. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So, anyways, she worked to get the bags. We tried to get them. He gave us a free voucher for a hotel for some food. And we went to go wait for our bags. We waited two and a half hours. Our bags weren't coming. That was going to be pointless. So we went to the hotel. And we got to the hotel. Wait, before we got to the hotel, first off here, before we got, we went to get Uber. And we we waited. We couldn't find the Uber. The guy couldn't even speak English. And because my Spanish isn't the best. And we had the, the Uber come up when he couldn't find us. And then he couldn't speak English. So it's because we're on the wrong level. And then we finally got the right, got an Uber and they had set a silver car. Got in the Uber and drove a little bit. And he's like, he said somebody's name. Well, we, we were in the wrong Uber. If you guys ever done that before, I have done it twice now. Make sure you say your name. Um, so we had to get out of the car and then get another Uber and got in. We got to the hotel and we were miserable, we were tired, we were frustrated, we had our bags. So we, we literally, we had to wear clothes twice, uh, two days in a row. We slept, we woke up at three in the morning, we got to the airport the next day, 
and there were 140 people on standby. I'm not even joking. 140 people on standby. So we're sitting there. I'm waiting in line. And, like, this is a catastrophe. We looked at it. And luckily, I am, like, an advantage member for American Airlines because I fly, like, every single week. And they had me at number three for standby, but they had Samantha at 12. And I went up to them, and I said, like, can she just come with me? Uh, they said, no, you guys either go one separately um, on the plane or, like, wait. And I'm like, do you really think I'm going to leave my girlfriend here in Miami and I'm just going to go Puerto Rico by myself? Are you joking me? So, anyways, they go to call my name and for standby. And, obviously, I passed it on to the next person. And we went, and we went to the next person, and Sam and I were looking at each other like, there's no way we're going to get to Puerto Rico today. There's no way we're going to get on this plane. They got to Samantha, and Samantha and I were literally the last two people on the plane. The last two people. We got on the plane. We were the last two people. I don't know how we got on that fucking plane, but we got on the plane. And we flew to Puerto Rico, and Thursday by 11 a.m. we were in Puerto Rico. And we were just so thankful. And, you know, we landed and we didn't think we were going to get our bags because on Samantha's phone, I actually said her bag was in Seattle, which I don't get. We got our bags. We were there. We got to the beach right away. And we were so thankful. And Samantha, we, as we were walking to our first restaurant, it was like Oceana or something. And she said, you know, this last few days, because she was frustrated, I was, but, you know, I always realized, like, when things go wrong, you can't, like, you can get mad, but it's no point to, like, make a big scene about things because it's not going to help your situation. you got to think positive. You always have to think positive because what you getting pissed off isn't going to change the situation. It really isn't. And she's like, as we're walking by the beach, she's like, oh, my God, the past few days were so frustrating. I wanted to cry. We didn't have our bags. I felt like we, it just, it sucked. But she's like, you know what? It reminded me of the three feet from gold experience in, or the story in Think and Go Rich. She's like, we just kept going. And part of us like wanted to say, screw this trip. We're done. We're going to go home. And most people would. But we kept trying. We kept, we woke up early, went to there to get in line. We talked to the person, all these things. And we made it. We literally made it to Puerto Rico. And the whole more of the story is, you just got to keep going. Most people would want to stop when they lose their bags, when their flight get canceled, when they're on standby, all these things. But you got to keep fighting for what you want. And for this case, we made it to Puerto Rico. We had a great weekend. We had fun. And we got some great experiences. And just a beautiful place. And it was a good, like, good relaxation for me to and you know I love to grind <laughs> live to grind every single day but even this break for me was good ideas inspiration and brainstorming for the things when I come back so when I come back here tomorrow I'm going to be ready to hit it hard and we got our mastermind starting everything going on and I'm I'm just ready to take it on but you got to have these moments for yourself and for us Samantha and I are weekend together to have some fun and experience Puerto Rico we love to travel but we still had the ideas we brainstormed on on this trip. But, again, your big takeaway is whether 
you're traveling, whether it's life experience with family, whether it's just on a regular day-to-day basis, whether it's your work, your goals, whatever, just don't quit. Keep going. Be persistent. Keep moving forward. Put one foot in front of the other. Because when you stop, you go back. When you stop, you stop getting to where you want to go. You must never stop. You must never keep moving forward. If you really want your big goals, you're going to have to go out and get it. If you really want to make that trip, if you want to, heck, when you're at an airport, if you, you need to be good at enrolling people into what you want, communication, I don't know, but I, I really believe for me talking to that person at the airport and saying, hey, like, can't you get us on? I really think for us being persistent and talking to her that way, telling her, like, this is what we need to do. It's her birthday. I'm pretty sure that that's why we got on the plane because she knew that. You have to go out and get things. You have to be always going for it. Because if you don't go for it, it's not going to come to you. Nothing's ever going to fall in your lap in life. Nothing will sit on your lap. You have to get what the fuck you want in life, no matter what it is. And what I found out and what I see in most entrepreneurs, most people, they quit. They don't have drive. They don't have passion. They don't have a why. You need a why. You need a why that will push you farther than you could ever imagine. My why is my girlfriend fighting for my team and my father, my mother, my family, and the goal knowing I'm going to impact one billion lives in a positive way. That's my why. And knowing that, my feelings, my personal shit that's going on, the things that affect my mood, doesn't matter because I have bigger things than that. My why is bigger than my current situations that I may have in that moment, whether I miss my flight or I'm pissed off or something's not going my way. That doesn't matter. And for you, suck it up. You know, we all have shit in our life that goes wrong. We all have our situations. We all have something that's wrong. But if you sit there and have people feel sorry for you and and you always say, oh, this is why I can't do this or here's my situation, I can't do this because I... Whatever the fuck it is that you tell your mind why you can't do it. And you know what? I don't care what it is, no matter what your situation is. There's a lot of people in this world that have had things happen that really put them at a disadvantage to be able to achieve something. We're talking cruel, just horrible things that happen to their life that they don't let that define them. Is it defining you? Think about right now in your, in your life. Is there something that's defining you? You can't make more money because you were you were born in a disadvantaged situation, uh, or you're not smart enough, or your your boss isn't giving you the opportunity, or you I don't know you're you're and I, I'm just throwing things out here. Maybe because something happened to you in your life that makes you depressed, or whatever the bullshit thing is in your life. Again, don't let that define you. I know some people might get mad at me right now, but I'm telling you right now, don't let it define you. And I see some of my closest friends and family. They let their past define them. You know what? Sometimes they let their past or they let others control their future. Only you can control your future. Only you can keep going. Only you can decide if you want to get to that extra three feet to get to your goal. So think about that for your life. Think about for everything you take on. And I urge you to always be persistent and go after your dreams, go after your goals, because it's not going to come at you. You have to go out and get it. Everything I've ever achieved in my life, I got, I went out and did it myself. Nobody will do it for me. 
I had to do it. So for you, what are you lacking on? Where are you slacking? Why are you falling short on your goals? So I'll end this in my last puff of my cigar and my drink here. As you know, um, we're doing our mastermind. It's actually, we have Joel Kahn this week talking with us. We have our mastermind weekend in Orlando, Florida coming up. And then we have my cabin in Iowa. And then we have in California. We have calls. We have everything. So for you listening, you know, I've been doing this. I have people come in to applications. I'm going to let one more person take this opportunity. One more. And for you listening right now, you know what's going to happen is most of you listening are going to pass this up. Most of you are going to be like, you know what? Somebody probably jumped on it. Uh, most of you are going to think you're not smart enough or you probably don't have the money to be able to join this or whatever the bullshit excuse you're telling yourself. But I urge you right now, I challenge you listening to apply to be in my mastermind. I'm going to let one more person in. I'm going to challenge you to apply to be in my mastermind. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. Your network is your net worth. I can assure you, if you are in my network, you are going to become successful in big ways. Because I won't let you let yourself down. I will challenge you all fucking day. And I'll make sure you get to your goals. So I challenge you to apply. What's it hurt to apply? At least you're making that step forward. Livetogrind.com forward slash mastermind. You can apply at livetogrind.com forward slash mastermind. Click on the application, apply, fill it out, and I will get back to you by email if I feel like it's the right fit for you, but fill it out. Again, I challenge you, livetogrind.com forward slash mastermind. Apply to be in my mastermind. I'd love to see your applications. I'm curious to see who's going to actually take the challenge to actually follow through with this and, and reach out and apply to this and take that step. Because for some of you, just filling out the application is huge for you. Just filling it out. Most of you don't take the time to fill out applications. You don't take the time to do the little things that get you closer to your goals. Here's your chance. Here's your opportunity. So I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope you liked it here in Puerto Rico. First time I ever did a podcast on Puerto Rico. And uh, again, take the three feet from gold story and apply it to all areas of your life for everything you do. Don't ever stop. Be persistent. Grind nonstop. Have faith. Have a burning desire and a definite goal in place and make sure you achieve it and surround yourself with the right kind of people that will support you on your journey to get to where you want to go. That's all I got. And as I'm here in Puerto Rico smoking this cigar and drinking this beer, I end by saying this. Go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too fucking short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.